Welcome to Family Karma Cast, everybody. This is Indra, and I'm doing the pod solo today, but very excited to be joined by the lovely women who host the podcast, Daisy Off Duty. So welcome, ladies. Hi, everyone. Thank so you for having us. Yes, thanks for coming. And do you guys want to introduce yourselves by name and yeah, just by name? <laughs> okay, um, so we'll do it like the typical way we do it. I'm Drish. Um, I'm one of the hosts of Daisy of Duty, the podcast. And I'm Shiv. And um, we're very excited to be on the Family Karma Cast podcast today. Um, and we're like looking forward to, you know, getting to know you and like what you guys are about. Yeah, absolutely. So I am, you guys are in Hong Kong, right? Yeah. 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 So has Family Karma aired over there? Probably not. Actually, it's weird. And I, and this is like, I I know because of probably the network channels and stuff, but uh, it's actually like watched here in Hong Kong. Uh, Me and Shivani, we've watched the couple of, actually we've watched. I've watched the whole thing. Yeah, we've watched the whole (laughs) thing. We've binge watched it. Um, Oh my God. Okay. yeah. 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 Um, we've watched it. We've actually, I follow, I think I follow, um, I followed a couple of them on Instagram. Um, and I think with the wedding, especially, I mean, it's been great following you as well. Cause you've been so up to date with the <laughs> updates. I almost felt like I was attending a relative's wedding. <laughs> I know. The Langa designs and yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, right. Yeah. Um, but it was really, it's been really exciting. And, um, me and Shwani were saying, we're like, you know, um, with so much stuff on like you know with representation and the media and you know no many so many reality shows and like um scripted shows as well i think this was probably one of the most um and i, th- I think we speak for most i don't want to say all because i don't want to be like but i think most people of fear felt like it was a pretty decent Good, yeah. representation of like you know the kind of lifestyle and like you know <laughs> daisies have around the world <laughs> yeah i'm so happy to hear that because i As like an Indian American, I feel like (laughs) this is just one experience. I've never been to Hong Kong. My cousin does live there, but I've never visited her. Um, But like when I used to go to or when I go to India and to see my family there, I feel like there's a lot of like judgment (laughs) about Americans, like Indian Americans and the way that we live our life. And like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, it's like friendly hate, you know, it's like, obviously, they're a family (laughs) and they love us. But it's like a little bit of a hate thing and so I'm like very I've been very curious about like how international audiences who are also South Asian are like reacting to the depiction and I'm just like happy to hear that you agree that like I I think that it has it shows a really good representation of like daisy life particularly in America but it's nice to hear that like you guys living in Hong Kong also feel that way. Yeah, I think the, the, the part about having that community and having friends who are like family, because mm-hmm. we've all like moved here without, like most of us don't have our immediate families here. Yeah. So having that like close-knit family group and then them explaining that on the show. Yes. Was really interesting and something we can all relate Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me um, about... I'm like not I there's a huge South Asian community in Hong yeah. Kong, right? It, it it's huge. It's <laughs> yeah, and like with many like with many moving parts to it. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about that and maybe also how like you you two and your families fit within that? So the the communities here are kind of like it, it's sort of divided into like different groups that they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think the best way would probably be like so 
I, I and I think this is like I don't want to assume, but I'm assuming it's like very like similar to parts of the world where there's like you know. So I'm I'm like I'm Gujarati, so we have like a Gujarati community in Hong Kong, then we have like a Punjabi community, a Sindhi community. I mean, we're all like you know like we're all very familiar with each other, and it's like a really really close. Like we're still all very close knit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think often what happens in Hong Kong is because like you know like like Shivani and my, my like me, we met we met in high school. Um, you know, despite being a part of a different Indian group, like we were all, you know, yeah. we all like our friendship group was like not like just Indians. Like it was, it was really like an international crowd per se. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Russian, so they don't really have a Russian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like for me, it was very like um, I used to just hang out with my friends who were in those different communities. Mm-hmm. I, de- I never really had like a, you know, Marathi Samaj or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, so like the like prevalent ones were mostly like Gujaratis and Sindhis yeah. uh, and Punjabis um, out here. Yeah. And even with our school, like we had uh, a lot of Indians in our school. Mm-hmm. So it was a very international school, but we used to uh, always have a joke where our school was like predominantly Indian. Yeah. <laughs> so like on, on our like graduation, um, it was like a tradition in our school where we would put up the Indian flag. Okay. On oh the top my God, of our yes. <laughs> Be like, we are the Indians oh represent. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think we even like our final, like sort of like we had like a parody thing going and I think all like the Indian guys from our year group would kind of like put on like a parody kind of funny skit or performance. Uh-huh. Um, and that was like, a, I, I think that became like a tradition. Yeah, it was school. like a brown boys. Brown um, boys tradition. Yeah. So um, yeah, we, we, we definitely, we definitely made sure India was known at our school. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, in terms of the community, it's, it, it's, it's really big. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of like, everyone's close knit. Everyone knows each other. Everyone yeah. knows what everyone's doing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's in everyone's business. <laughs> yeah. So what is like, what's the population of Hong Kong? Like, what are we talking about size wise? I think we're close to like, I think we're close to like seven and a half million. It could be eight. I haven't, I'm really bad with like numbers. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. very densely populated. Okay. <laughs> very dense. What are some of the other like big cultural groups in Hong Kong? Um, would you say like maybe the other like top two or three we have like a, i think like in like so most of the people that come to hong kong there's a very, there's a very big expat community yeah. here yeah a lot of people from like uk and stuff like that because obviously like the, like the financial and yeah. banking sectors are really heavy with those yep. um countries so i'd say probably the expat community which is probably like europeans yeah and then i'd say like the japanese and korean mm-hmm. um but again this is like just my assumption um yeah. It's 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 like it's really hard to like say top two because I feel like we're such a like it's a melting like a mix, pot yeah. like we're a melting pot here like you know we um every year I get like more and more surprised at like how how much the international community in Hong Kong grows yeah um and you can definitely feel it like I mean it, um you know I'm sure like you'll I'm, I'm sure you'll say the same if you ever get a chance to visit yeah um, it's it's very hard to put it into like like specifics you know mm-hmm. and uh, since like and like Shivani said like we're so integrated with each other's cultures like I. I think we both, even though we, like, yeah, we had, like, a lot of Indian friends. We grew up knowing a lot about, like, Japanese culture, Korean culture. Um, I think even, like, Middle Eastern culture. Like, you yeah. know, yeah. there's, there's a lot. The food must be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, I think, and it's it's amazing. It's, like, it's amazing. You get to meet people from a very young age. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, like, like you said, like, for many, many people who probably don't have that experience, it could just be, like, a cultural shock when they are 
or when they see that stuff on tv yeah. like they're like oh my god this yeah. is what happens but yeah so totally. it also helps when you visit other countries as well because mm-hmm. we've had friends who have been korean since we were like in grade six yeah. like really close like friends who are korean mm-hmm. a lot of japanese friends as well so learning about their cultures yeah. has been very interesting as and well. so um how old are you two 24 24 well, turning 25, but <laughs> that's private information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's great. I, I'm 35, so you guys are like super young to me. Um, it's, <laughs> and I was listening to one of your podcast episodes about yeah. dating. And, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it seems like you guys, ev- like living in such a melting pot, it seems like maybe your focus is still dating in within the South Asian community. Is that right or do i have that wrong i think it just came down to i don't know actually i think that okay this is a really interesting question yeah. because i think um i actually got asked this by like a colleague the other day like I, i'm assuming like the, the from what i understand is like i and and this is i i strongly believe this as well i think like there's a certain amount of ease that comes with dating within uh you know familiar community mm-hmm. right like dating someone who's in the south asian community um, or p- perhaps someone who has grown up in Hong Kong or has attended school with us and kind of, you know, has that familiar understanding, like much like family karma, actually, you know, like yeah. how the cast, they know each other since kids. Right. Yeah. So, yes, there is a level of ease and convenience that comes with that. But I don't think it's like a, and, and I think now more than ever, it really comes down to you as an individual. Like yeah, if I, that's if that's that. your priority and if that's because, you know, like with any relationship, whether it's marriage, it's dating or it's casual, whatever, like if there's some someone some level of understanding or mutual understanding rather mm-hmm. i think that helps but i don't think it's like a set priority for yeah most of us i don't think any of us like i'm sure if um like if any of us like and, and even with our friend group we've had these conversations where we're like hey like you know will we amazing to like be with someone who's like grown up like say for example an american indian who's moved to hong kong or like even just meeting someone abroad and like you know even though they're indian they've grown outside of india and yeah. their experiences so yeah to give you like a simple very straightforward answer i think it really depends on the individual and what their priorities are yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense um and it seems like so you guys grew up in hong kong and like have you ever it's it seems like such a cool place that like probably when you grow up there you're like why would i ever leave (laughs) (laughs) is that kind of the vibe for you guys that's a really good question i think i think when when you're at your hometown everybody wants to leave like regardless of if it's Mm. like the best place in the world Mm -hmm. you're always like you know getting out of your hometown is like where you get out of your comfort zone you're like in a new you know state of mind you're in a new place you've like evolved as a person yeah i feel like this place will always be home yeah um and i think it's like probably what like our parents feel right like when they go to india it's like they'd like they'd love to like live outside of india but like they'd always like it's always home so they always want to come back and visit and have those like you know relive those memories that they have there connect with the friends that they had there um i but, think yeah. as a visitor uh-huh it's great yeah. like if you come in and you're here for like like some of our friends who've come down and started like working here yeah they're like this is like the best place ever we love it here yeah you know the energy is like amazing and then the are like that's cute we're <laughs> 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 like give it another two years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so but funny yeah. so <laughs> let me ask you this if some like super super hot indian american dude <laughs> came to hong kong for a few years and you 
fell in love. Um, and he was like, but I need to move back to America. Like, would you would you consider doing that for for the right person? I think for the right person. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. the right person was like the most important part. Yeah, I think. And I was, but I also think like it depends where you are in the relationship, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if some people like if they're you know they could have been dating for four years and they're still like, hey, we're still at that pace where yeah, moving mm-hmm. to your place will be a bit big step for me. Or if you're alternate- also where in America, I ain't going to help. That's such a good point, true. right? Like, you're not I'm going to like bum is- fuck. Yeah. Nowhere. yeah, that's true. Like if you see Tennessee on the boarding pass, I don't know what to tell you. Oh my God, that's so fun. Although I hear Nashville is all the rage these days, but you know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to sound like a, t- I don't want to sound like a typical tourist, but like mm-hmm. if it's not LA or somewhere oh like that. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> no, that's totally fair. I mean, yeah, yeah it's a, I'm so interested to hear like perspective perspectives about America. And so um, with that, I would love to talk a little bit about family karma because it's great to hear you guys like the show. You binged it all. Um, (laughs) What are like, who are some of your favorite characters, storylines? Like what's your, and then I have some questions based on like what happened at the wedding on like some of the familiar relationships, because Mm. you guys know what it's like in these communities, immigrant communities, like when there's a rift or something like how it can play out sometimes the drama can be real so yeah. <laughs> um let's start with like who are your favorite characters on the show i think my favorite character is Lopanti. <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god this is a lopa auntie stan podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> i love her and i think i think the whole storyline between uh lopa auntie and vishal's mom yeah it's such a real mm-hmm. storyline that they like I-, I can't believe that we actually get to see that happen on tv I know. you know it's like yeah. it's something so personal that that yeah. happens in like desi household yes but we never get to actually like see it happen in, in, like yeah. in real life the people this this stuff happens like behind doors and they won't ever show it in front of people you know i know yeah, like, like in reality yeah. like in reality i feel like vishal's mom and lopa auntie would mean they'd be like hi how are you yeah (laughs) totally they'd be so fake with each other they like the fact that they actually are engaging in these conversations is like that i feel like that doesn't usually happen it's usually a lot of gossiping behind each other's backs yeah Yeah. and never actually addressing the issue so actually like seeing them have to talk about it that Mm -hmm. i found really fascinating yeah yeah Um, i also really liked um Anisha and Monica. Yes. Like the their the whole idea of Monica being this like perfect Indian girl and Anisha struggling with like her identity and like wanting to, you know, steer away from this like oh, know, like perfect yeah, like, girl per- stereotype. <clears throat> yeah. Like two opposite ends. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I this is like um kind of risen i think through all my dms and like reactions to the show like Mm -hmm. the team anisha team monica thing is like really kind of a big deal (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and so you know i think it's hard to be on one side or the other because it's like they're just such different people and i think like so i for me, it's like, well, I can relate to this person more than the other, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that I like discount the experience of the other person. Who do you guys feel like you relate with more in that dynamic? That's a good one. I think for me, I would say 
it's it's weird like it's i didn't think like i didn't think i would but like as the show went on i kind of was like okay i kind of understand like her thought process and where she's coming from um i think anisha for me yeah um because she's she keeps it kind of like i like i think she keeps it really real Mm -hmm. um um, but that's not to say Monica's like I think I think they each have their own individual struggles. You know what I mean? Like with Monica and her family background and stuff like that. So I think for me it's Anisha, but there are elements of Monica's life as well. I I agree with that, Mom. right? Because I feel like um, Anisha's very real in the way that she she literally says that she doesn't like Monica because she's everything that she would want yeah. to not want to be, but like has been told to be yeah. ever mm-hmm. since she was you know growing yeah. up. So yeah i think it's yeah. a, it's a mix of both i can't really yeah. pick what about you do you have one do you have a side yeah i think it's like if i look at the way i've lived my life like i've yeah. definitely not taken the like traditional indian route in so yeah. many aspects of my life but at the same time like i'm st- <laughs> like i still grew up with an indian family and like experience all the yeah. things that other indians do and so like i understand why monica has kind of like embraced her indian culture to to the max and like and like wants to like play out those aspects of it like she likes that stuff and that's great and it's like i have never just felt like as drawn to some of the like more traditional aspects of it um as her but at the same time i still like you know it's still like a huge part of my life it's just that like i'm not like um I'm never going to be the perfect Indian girl. And I think Anisha said that, said that like verbatim <laughs> in one yeah, of the episodes. Like and yeah. it's like, and I think that's part of, you know, and I'd love to hear what your guys' experiences of this. Um, you know, I grew up in like a largely white area. And so, you know, a lot of my experience of being like Indian and American is like, it's all mixed up. It's all like, I have like, the parts of my family life and experience that are like very much Indian, but also like, you know, the people I was surrounded by and the experiences I had were like really kind of similar to like those in the white community and like juggling both of those things and like figuring out which parts of each that I want has been like complicated. And um, I think sometimes like it's like, especially when, hosting a podcast like this that's like focused on the South Asian experience like in the West it's kind of like I've definitely gotten some like hate in the DMs from people who are like you're not Indian enough um or well yeah it's mostly that and it's like what the fuck you know (laughs) everyone's experience is their experience and so Mm -hmm. I relate to maybe and and then like I feel like I shouldn't be bothered by this, but I am like, it's not guilt quite, but it's like feeling judged about like a really important part of my identity is like really hard. And I wonder if Anisha feels some of that too, like, cause she's not exhibiting the most like Indian parts of herself that like there's some, um, there's complicated feelings around that. I think, I think even though we, we sort of like, um, grew up in Hong Kong, which has a lot of Indians and we're all like together and things like that. Um, there was a lot of focus on like wanting to be white, I guess. Interesting. In, in a sense where we'd go to school and even though like we'd be maybe more Indians than the white kids, we'd always look at the white kids and be like, oh, what they're doing is cool. Like 
if they yeah. say my lunch is smelly, I'm gonna bring Nutella sandwiches to school now. Yeah. And, you know, leave. Mm-hmm. But like, I I'll even, travel at I home, think, you know. I think for me and like just to add on to that, like I I should I don't know if you remember this, but like even beauty standards, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was like that's something that I clocked actually now that like we're seeing all this representation. But there was actually one point where I think almost like, you know, like in high school, like, typical high school talk would be like, Oh my god, she's so pretty and stuff like that. And I realized that like a lot of the times we were just looking at you know, we were describing these girls and stuff like, but they're like predominantly white. And that's yeah. not to say like Asian women are not stunning at all. Or there was none Asian. It's just probably, it was just, we were just probably overlooked, you know, because it's like that, like you said, like that focus was just so much on being like white. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I think we, we tried to um, adapt the way that we were to fit into the, the white sort of like standards. Yeah. Ways of living. And the ways of living as well. Yeah. We'd always look and be like, oh my God, like their lives are like, you know, so different to ours like we always try to push down the indian part like yeah when we had like dress up days in school and things like that yeah you know we're we're always dressing up in like western clothes and things like that yeah so i think it was pushed down the indian part of us was pushed down a lot especially for me in school i feel even in terms of like you know having hair on our body Mm. like we'd all change in the locker rooms and you'd you know like go to the corner a little bit try to put on your shirt a little discreetly so no one sees that you've got you know armpit hair or like you know (laughs) yeah 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 i feel like it's like these micro like things that we did and then in the moment we probably didn't think anything of it and then as you got older and like when you start reading like i don't know maybe for me it happened that they're rediscovering and falling in love with everything about our culture and like tradition but yeah. I realized I'm like, there was a, probably a time in my life where all these things I'm like, nah, I don't want to do all that. Like, I don't want to address all that or I don't want to accept all that sometimes. You know, yeah. like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think maybe that, yet, like you said, what Anisha's feeling, like, she just probably doesn't want to accept the fact that, like, oh my God, like, ideally, like, I would have, like, you know, because there's a, that expectation that you should be married or potentially be looking to get married and have kids. I mean, I, you know, she gets that sort of, ha- she has those conversations with her parents, you know, but that's not like the traditional way of, I, I guess, for like most Indian girls, or it is, I, I can't, I don't speak for all, but yeah, um, but yeah, definitely. I, I, I totally understand that sense. And especially because if she's seeing that example in front of like, you know what I mean? Like she's in the cast and you seeing that example constantly day in and out. I'm mm-hmm. sure like, you know, it's only human to then feel like, like, yeah, I don't feel like, oh, I'm missing out. But I, you know, you're, you're there is going to be a part of you that's going to be like, oh, well, it's like, shit like this happened you know what i mean like yeah. it would have been, nice me. been nice if this happened as well yeah, yeah that is this is so interesting to me because i feel like i talk a lot about how like i pushed the indian aspects of my life down kind of like you guys are saying because because i was surrounded by so many white people but what you guys are saying is like there was a lot of south asian representation at mm-hmm. your school but still the white center was like very strong and people were pulled towards that even still. I think that illustrates just like this really important thing in like when we're talking about race, like not just in America, but worldwide is like the pull of like the European white center standards of beauty way of living that being the right way to live um, Mm. affects like people all over the world. Um, That's like really... I think that's just like really important to highlight. Yeah, um, I think I think also one of the the things that kind of influenced us a lot in school and as we're growing up is also media. Yeah, so the things that we're watching and the things that we're consuming. Because I guess a lot of the media that is presented to us is 
from Hollywood, right? So yeah. it's mm-hmm. the American representation of what, you know, life should be like, what uh, different, how different cultures behave, how they act. And the thing for us is that the stereotypes of Indians were, or is already wrong in yeah. the media there. Yeah. But for us, it didn't make sense at all because like they had that like stereotype where, you know, Indians are like uh, 7-Eleven, like, uh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, like, like or like, like they're Uber drivers yeah, and things drivers. like that. Like, like that or, is like, or, 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 or like then this one irks me a lot. Sorry, um, the like the Indian girl is either like um super nerdy or super unpop like unpopular yes. or like yeah. she's just like the weird one or she just or, or, or you know what the the costumes are always like why is the Indian girl always portrayed as like the ugly girl like you know yeah. like with the with yeah. the like really plain Jane yeah. outfits and. They're really damp hair. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yo, why, 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 why the Indian girl got to be the duff? I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, like, what's going yeah. on? But I think yeah. that because of, because we're because of that, where we're we get even more confused because we're like, this is not what we see here at all. We yeah. don't have Indians in Seven Eleven, and we don't have Indians as Uber drivers. Yeah. So for us, watching that gives us like, even more of an identity crisis. And it's like my dad like, does what's not actually. Sound like- my dad does not sound like Apu from Simpsons. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah, and yeah. we yeah. talk about that all the time because, like, yeah. literally, yeah. that was the only South Asian representation yeah. for like and years. Even, and even for us watching that is like that's completely different to what we've seen growing up. You know, it's nothing. Yeah, that, it doesn't even touch base to what we see over here. So, but like, it still when, affects you. Yeah, it still affects. And then, and then when you watch these things, you're like, okay, um, the the shows the shows that have predominantly like you know leads that are you know white people or things like that they're the cool shows like you're watching on disney channel you're like oh my god i want to be like her look at them like they're all hanging out together they're all in school together so you start yeah. to want to like dress up like them and be like them and talk like them oh my god yeah so we're we're do we we're i don't even know if it's like subconsciously but we're just like trying to be that way mm-hmm. and i feel like yeah. it's, it, it's a lot to do with the media that's why it, it's so great like now to see yes. things like never have i ever come up where we can oh see my like gosh a, you know let's like in, talk about that <laughs> yeah like to see an indian in high school yes is like if we had that growing up just just to see a girl that that's similar to us have experiences in school and as a main lead of like the show like the yeah. show centered around her and her lifestyle because I mean, like, like Davy, she grows up in a household where there's like Murthy's and stuff. Like, just seeing a, elements like that, it's like, okay, this is a little bit more accurate than just seeing like, you know, what I mean, like a typical like, you know, suburban household with like the girl has like, you know, like super chill parents, like like Hannah Montana type yeah. vibes. Basically, <laughs> I can leave my house at any time. Yeah, nah, I can girl. leave my house and like, you know, she has like a show at night and she comes in and her friends go surfing and stuff like that. I'm like, no, know, girl. Like, it's after like, school, uh, we probably have to attend a family program or something like that. Like, that's the reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it, like oh my gosh I totally agree like seeing her home life I think is like one of my favorite parts of the show mm-hmm. and that you know that it's no mistake this is Mindy Kaling's show she like yeah. she made sure that the Indian aspects of her life are there and that and what I appreciate about appreciate about it is that like they don't dumb things down necessarily for non-Indian or South Asian audiences. Like sometimes I'll just put out like a joke that like only a Daisy person would understand. Yeah. And like and it's like, great, everyone else get on board with this kind of like how we've had to do mm-hmm. with Definitely, like yeah. white 
culture our whole lives yeah. it's like okay mm-hmm. we got to get on board with this because that's all there is it's like okay mm-hmm. now here's another perspective like maybe you don't get that joke so now you have to ask the questions and figure yeah. it out mm-hmm. and like that's a really good point mm-hmm. yeah it's like really valuable to have that switch and yeah. I just think like I I don't know about you guys but in high school I was like very not in tune with my like sexuality in terms of like feeling attractive or like I could ever date anyone and because I was like I've never seen a brown person in media or anywhere like get attention like that and um so seeing it on Never Have I Ever, like seeing her like have attention from hot guys at her school yeah. and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. like it's uh, even in my 30, like even in my mid 30s with like a partner and a child and everything, I'm like excited to watch yeah. that and see that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so glad like brown girls are seeing this on their TV yeah. screens when they're that age too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it is very true though because in school you'd rarely see like the hottest guy in yeah. school hitting on like a brown girl. Brown girl. Yeah, you know? right? Yeah. yeah. In some ways I feel like that stereotype where it's like that like what's that narrative that like cheerleader ends up with like the quarterback like that kind of whole you know it's yes. like always like a there, I, yeah I feel like in, in many ways it kind of brings up the whole conversation about interracial relationships right like yes, yes. in the 21st century that's a very, like it's a very common thing but to actually see it on screen and that too and like a actual like a reality of high school even not like a you know what I mean like a much more adult like in adult relationships but even in high school like that's even though it's like pretty like it's a pretty standard thing and shouldn't even be a shock to us at this age but it is like you know what I mean to wait this long like to wait till like what 2019 2020 to see that is I think wild it's wild and like I I think when I see like the hot guy like whatever race he is on any of these shows like choosing the Indian girl Mm. like I get so excited (laughs) I can't and it's like this pertains to like reality TV dating shows like anything where I see like the daisy girl getting chosen I'm like oh my god this is a win for me yeah (laughs) Yeah. it is actually so true have you seen um Love Island Okay, so I have not gotten into it because I feel like if I get into it, I will never do anything else in my (laughs) life. (laughs) It's literally an episode per day. It's crazy. Yeah, like I heard that people in the UK like watch it like while they're eating dinner. Yeah, it's religious there. Like it is. Yeah. So tell me about it. Are there Indians or South Asians on the show? So there was one Asian girl that went on the show last year too because the first one she got oh my god i love these discussions mm-hmm. so basically there was i so there was shannon singh remember mm-hmm. she so she was this so basically oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, the, yeah, yeah. actually this year's contestants we saw entry of uh two south asian girls yeah. so one in the beginning so there was one that uh was like part of the original cast um okay and shannon singh like she's on instagram um not she's absolutely like she's drop dead gorgeous like as as all brown girls are yeah um and she so but yes. I don't think she, <laughs> yeah i don't think i don't think i i'm not i don't i don't want to i don't know which episode she got out in but she was definitely a big part of the show and i think that was she like there was at one part like you know during the show because it's a dating show right but mm-hmm. i feel like all brown girls felt it like i think there was like a part where she had to like kiss the guy on the lips and she's like girl I, like my parents are watching this i'm not gonna do that yeah. like, and yes. every brown girl was like <laughs> she was, i was like yeah i can relate yeah. oh my it's god so accurate um and then inversely there was another brown girl that entered and like 
she i think is like closely like monica like the perfect yeah. she was the perfect okay. brown girl she's like, like a doctor she was like a doctor she like, ran course. marathons and she was just oh, he just okay. like just the way she spoke and everything i was like girl any indian parent watching this right now is about to beat like <laughs> is about to like hit up why everyone. did you date her yeah exactly like i was like every i know but the weirdest thing was like i actually met like a couple of brown guys after and was like wow i would love to date her <laughs> really like, oh yeah wow. okay um, well she must have been dropped dead gorgeous she was yeah. she on, on like on, like both the girls were like they were stunning and stuff yeah um, yeah but yeah so it was so exciting to see that i was like damn like because we've girls- been following love island for like Whoa, years know, like three, three four, four years, years. so um, to finally yes. see someone brown come in we were like wait what because yeah. <laughs> i feel like <laughs> this is this is so good but again it's like why did it take that long yeah like this is the uk there's so many there, south asians in the uk yeah. i know i agree like but i also but you know what i like and here's the thing that i but think there are no brown guys on it so no brown mm. guys see that's a problem because i feel like i'd hit them up <laughs> slide into their dms yeah, i would slide into the dms um because yes. i'm like a like a wow like a really nice brown guy in the uk <laughs> like i'm not gonna yes. just watch that on screen and just be calm about it <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah but you he, guys are single you gotta go for it yeah but you know what but here's i on a more serious note i think the reason why and this is something i get a lot is um I think it's because there there's like this perception that it's like oh you know and I feel like media like because of like previous like media representations there's like this narrative that like oh Indian culture is like super like it's just so heavy to digest like it's so hard to understand and like for someone who's yeah. like white they'd be like the odd one out and they wouldn't understand anything and I was like actually I feel like we're we're acting as if people aren't open-minded like again it's a 21st century if you do end yeah. up if you do end up marrying some person of culture or a person of color Yes, there's going to be cultural differences, but show that, like, show that on screen. That yeah, you know what? But show it in a way mm-hmm. that where it doesn't look like the white guys like struggling to navigate. Like, yeah. I feel like I've seen that a lot. You know where they're like, even if the white guy is dating the Indian girl, they're like, oh, why do you wear a bindi oh, on your get head? This. No, it's like, why are you like, bro? Like, realistically, why are you acting like that? Like, you can literally <laughs> yes, be like, yeah, you like, could, like the the more normal question would be like, oh, that's a nice outfit. Like, oh. Just, you know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. be realistic about the whole situation. Like, no brown guy is being like, "Oh, are you wearing a sari?" Like, no one, <laughs> no one says that. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think, I think that's why like a lot of like media producers probably stray away from it because they're like, "Oh, we, I, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna exaggerate it and we're gonna make the white guy stand out, or we're not gonna do it at all." Like, what's that one? Yeah. Pride and I was just thinking, pride and prejudice, I was just right? The one with that. Aishwarya Rai. <gasps> yeah. And then the, oh my the, god, the, the, the that, male you know lead. what? That is such a good. I need to. We need to watch that for the podcast and yeah. review it because yeah. that like, movie. Yeah. I remember. I haven't seen it in so many years, but I feel like it was really problematic. Yeah, that guy <laughs> was a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I think like this narrative needs to go where like people outside of Indian culture cannot like they'll be like the odd one out or they won't understand Indian culture and stuff like that. Because we've had to accept a lot of like white culture growing up, right? And like even if we yeah. didn't want it, it was forced down on us. I mean, like a lot well, of I mean, time, people yeah. at my university were sitting on my my bed. Yeah, with, with the shoes, shoes on. on. Like you guys were coming in. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like get like, that off of here. Yeah, exactly. Like so, it's like we kind of had to deal with that, and I couldn't really tell you to take your shoes off because then you'd be like yo hygiene problems and stuff like, like do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like you like yeah we, yeah we've got to deal with a lot of this stuff. 
or even like just like things like not accepting things like body hair like sorry but like indian girls like we grew up in like humid climates like we have body hair you know what i mean like who decided like yeah. you can't have arm hair and stuff like that like we had to take all that off because you know what i mean like we have all these like beauty standards that are set by like predominantly like caucasian or white people so it's like for, yeah you know what y'all can adjust to us now <laughs> it really pisses me off like you Absolutely. know when, when i see things like oh armpit hair is cool i was like armpit hair was cool for indian girls for a long time <laughs> <laughs> like, we had to accept this really? a long time ago <laughs> i know i know it's true yeah i mean i think that's another thing that like when i see a non-indian person like even in like these fake dramas and stuff where like they choose the Indian girl or the Indian guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I appreciate that person more because they're seeing like, they appreciate the differences from what they've always known. Like, it's not like, Oh, this is going to be really hard to navigate. It's like, Oh, that's a really interesting thing that like, like I want to broaden my horizons. Yeah. And like I think that says a lot about someone and it makes them like more interesting and attractive. And it's like from what I've heard, the the crop of people on Love Island is like not the most like the most evolved or like interesting <laughs> people. Yeah, they're not they're not the most intellectually stimulated, <laughs> like to put it nicely. Yeah. So yeah, it's re- that that's really interesting. Um so one of the thing, so there are rumors from the wedding, the Patels, none of the Patels were there. Um, and there's all sorts of like stuff. So you guys saw the second season, the drama between Vishal and Dylan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just curious to get your take on that. Um and also, like, maybe any issues with, like, around, like, homosexuality that you've seen in Hong Kong in the Daisy community. Like, if it's different or similar to what we saw in Family Karma this season. Um, but then also, like, kind of what you, like, Reishma Auntie and Kalpna Auntie, the way the show portrays it and from what I can gather, they're, like, they, like, came up together in America, like, very close, like, sisters type bond. Mm. And then... Kalpanti and none of the Patels went to Vishal's wedding. So I just want to get your guys' read on all of this. Because <laughs> well, I don't know what to make here. of it. Yeah. Um, I I remember I because I've watched okay, Ringe watched the show ages back. So if I recall correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong, um, the yeah. issue between Vishal and Dylan was that um Dylan had made some Rumor. rumors uh, regarding Vishal's sexuality. And then, yeah. and then, um, obviously that it wasn't directly said to Vishal, so that kind of heated an already escalating situation, like already escalated his frustration with his situation with Vicha and stuff like that. It, th- that's my understanding of it, right? And then he had like a physical, like- and then he had like a, I, I don't, yeah, or did he? Have, like, did he I, I think if it was like he had a physical fight or he threatened, in he the- kind of said like I'll beat yeah. you up or something. Yeah, he didn't actually get physical with him though. Yeah, um, and it was it was Dylan had a podcast um oh. for the first season of Family Karma where they talked about the show mm. as like insiders, and he said some he basically like made all these assumptions about Vishal's sexuality and like said some from what i they got the episodes got deleted so i don't know but what i heard is it was like pretty vulgar statements and just like inappropriate stuff that like maybe you shouldn't be speculating about other people's sexuality in such a public way when you're also like basically so close that you're like cousins you know 
And I also um, feel like as someone who has gone through the the process of having to, you know, come out and see how difficult it is. Um, yeah. I think speaking about someone's sexuality is the last thing that yeah. you should be doing and like speculating and, and putting things into people's head when you've gone yes. through similar experiences, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so you have come out to your family. Oh, no, I was talking no, about... No, no, no. Like, I think it was just about like the situation between Vishal and... Oh, uh, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I misunderstood. Yeah. I was like, wait, I'm confused listening to... <laughs> so I shouldn't have made assumptions, though. There we go. Um, so, yeah, it's really like... Um, it's complicated, yeah. but... My read on Kalpnanti not going to the wedding and none of the Patels going is that maybe there's still some bad blood um, because of that situation. Um, I mean, is it like you guys kind of seeing weddings and like things like this? It is a little shocking that they weren't there, right? Yeah, especially if they grew up together and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But then also on the flip side of the coin and like I'm not I don't know. I feel like if. I feel like if you're not, I, I'm one of those people where it's like, if you're not going to, if I think obviously, I think Dylan's like the Patel should have attended, at least the parents should have, if you know, you know, like you've grown up with the kid and stuff. But I think if, Di- yeah. I think maybe, and I, I, I'm again, I'm speculating heavily. Maybe if Dylan thought like, if I'm not going to come with the right energy, maybe it's best I didn't come at all. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just one point of view. But still, I think it was just an issue that could have A, been solved. I mean, I don't know. There's more, there's more, always more to the story than it's seen on like the reality show. So. Yeah. And I also feel like it's a very touchy subject to talk about sexuality yeah yeah so yeah having that is. argument is is quite a big one yeah you know yeah i mean it's like it's interesting because by the end of the season like vishal was on watch what happens live and he said like everything's squashed like everything's good with dylan we're like brothers but it, that does not seem like it's the case so um, I don't know if they're going to get into it in season three. I feel like they can't not address it. Yeah, um, it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, these types of things are usually never really publicly talked about in Daisy communities. Yeah, so the yeah. fact that it like could come out on screen, I'm sure is like pretty hard for everyone involved in the situation. It could be the next plot so, point. <laughs> I think, yeah, <laughs> I think like in season three, I think the next plot point is going to be Monica and the new guy that she's seeing. Mm. I think they're going to, yes. like, cause I think like they're trying to, I, I, from what I've been seeing, I feel like they're trying to get in on the deets on that and stuff. Like, Okay, is there a possible yeah. wedding soon? And but I also like think I saw yep. on on your story that there was um, videographers like from the from the TV show. Oh yeah, no, they yeah, definitely filmed the, the Vishal entire, and Rich's wedding. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, I've, and they're filming right now. Yeah, so um, yeah, we'll have to see kind of how it all plays out. Yeah. But um, it's really great. Do you have any idea when the next season's coming? I out? don't know, but I'm assuming they're going to follow a similar schedule to last year. And last year it premiered in like early June. Oh, mm-hmm. summer. So maybe this summer, like maybe fall. I mean, sometime this year. I, I'm wondering if they also want to film Amrit's wedding, mm. um, which I don't know when his is going to be, but, um, you know, filming can't go on forever. Yeah. So I'm just not really sure how they're going to handle all of that. The The very annoying thing is like Bravo, like forces all of the family, family karma folks to be very hush hush about what they're doing and like not like make any season announcements and things like that when like every other Bravo show is allowed to like post whatever they want. Oh, yeah. So 
it's just really annoying because it's like, can you just let us know yeah. what's going on? <laughs> I, to be fair, I watch, so we can get excited I wa- about it. I watch the Real Housewives like pretty much every like like pretty much all the Real Housewives. Um, and, oh, and, good, and, okay. But I love what I love about Real Housewives is like they're so active with their beef and like literally like you know, yes. you know all about their fights even before the season starts or like you're mm-hmm. looking forward to their fight play out. I know, and seeing how it plays out. Okay, so you guys. Okay, so do you have you seen all the stuff about like Jenny? from salt lake city yes, recently i have uh so jenny yeah jenny uh i don't want to say her last name but the the Viet- Viet- american vietnamese if i'm not wrong yes um, yeah she mm-hmm. she um she's been canceled over some comments she made um regarding i think it, if I, I and again i could be wrong like black lives matter and stuff but i obviously i i don't want to like i don't want to speculate too much because i i haven't seen exactly what was said but i as of recent i think she got fired from bravo and like they no longer yes. will be casting her Oh my god! I, I don't. They I fired don't her. Them. Yeah. Um. So you watch? Do you, are you caught up with all the recent I, I episodes? Think yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, only seen, <laughs> like, I've only seen Beverly Beverly Hills Beverly Hills until season Hills. five because that's yeah. the only oh, thing available yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a big oh my I'm god. a big Bravo binger. Like I watch pretty much. She's a Bravo bitch. Big <laughs> 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 Bravo bitch. Those early. Those early seasons of Beverly Hills, though, are my favorite. Oh my oh, god! That, that's the one you've watched. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's the that's the stuff you've watched. Yeah. Um, I love that. I, Beverly Hills is my favorite of all of them. Like even the current seasons and like um, yeah, Bravo's. But yeah. I feel I feel like the first few seasons of that show yeah. were like some of the best housewives material yeah because yeah, I, I see agree. a lot of memes and a lot of memes come up from, come from like those yeah. first few from seasons because <laughs> while i like was Taylor watching it yeah and... i never knew where that meme came from you know Taylor, and then i was watching the show Lisa, and then i was like oh my god oh and and uh what's her name um camille saying like and now i set and now we set it and um <laughs> like the that crazy like fortune teller yeah, yeah. Who came, or the medium who came to the oh, dinner oh my god yeah. that was legendary Carlton, right? <laughs> i think it was i forgot what her name was she came with like an e-cigarette on like the dinner table oh okay yeah, okay she came with it oh okay and no, so a... she's like drinking yeah. like heavily and just like shitting on yeah. everyone it's so funny oh, she's yeah. like um, husband cheats on you or something the other one. what did that, she say that's yeah that's like, yeah she and she was like your husband will never yeah. love you know that and that's like become a really iconic yeah. line yeah there's like some really great stuff from that but so what are have you guys seen um is it available over there the sex lives of college girls no yes no i saw i I remember i said i i have not watched it but i have seen the trailer of it um yeah there's for some reason like the main the the, i know that the main lead she's an indian woman i mean she's an indian girl um i've seen her on a couple of hollywood shows prior to um sex lives of college because I just can't put my finger on where I've seen her, but I have seen that face before. I know she's very familiar. Um, um so it's kind of like an ensemble cast, but she's definitely like one of them. Yeah. Um, like in terms of who's the lead. Um, but she's so great, and it's like it's fun to see like an Indian American girl in college, like exploring her sexuality yeah, yeah. on screen. Yeah. 
Um, and so if you guys ever watch it, let me know. Um, we'll have to have you back on the podcast so we can talk yeah, about yeah, it because I'd be yeah. really curious to get your thoughts on it. Um, so I have to run really soon. I totally screwed up the timing no, with all no, of this, no, but um, totally fine. I wanted to just say like, thank you so much for sharing today. I'd love to have you back on to talk more like pop culture yes, and definitely. stuff. Um, <laughs> and can you tell our listeners a little bit about how they can find your podcast and maybe like social media and stuff? Um, so we're yeah, pretty, pretty straightforward. We're on Spotify, YouTube and on Instagram. Our handle on Instagram is they see off duty. Um, and they see off duty all across. Oh all yeah. Channels. All basically on all channels. Um, and me and Shivani, obviously like you can find our information on the YouTube channels itself. So if you click on a video, you know, in the description, we'll have our ha- Instagram handles as well. Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. Um, thank you so much. For thank you so much for having us. us. It's, it's been a it's great a conversation. Great yeah, of course. <laughs> I know it was really fun chatting with you. If you ever find yourselves in Colorado, <laughs> let me know. And you in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, have a great rest of your evening because it's night for yeah, you guys. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Are you serious? No, totally oh my fine. gosh. We you... probably would have been on Instagram, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like scrolling our phone. You guys. Well, I'm giving you extra props, all of our listeners out there. <laughs> These ladies are staying up to all hours to make this work. So thank you so much and have a great day. Yes.